We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Then you couldn't just quote Luke 6.38 and gain the faith to enter into the provision that God promised to those that give. You must first be obedient to the Word. And I think this is probably one of the major factors with people that have heard the faith message and, and they got all excited about it, but they failed to get the principles involved. Sometimes people just, you know, they get the uh, formula. And they say, well, you know, I'll just confess all these good things and it'll just come to pass, but they won't be obedient to what the Word says. You have to live the Word of God. It's not going to work for you just because they said it in the Bible. No more than all the sinners are going to be saved just because the Bible says Jesus died for the sinner. You have to activate the promise. So true faith comes from the promise itself. You know, I've made some statements in this book. This book's been out for several years, and I think I've learned some things since this book came out. And I believe one of the things that I've learned is the fact that the faith of God to cause the manifestation of any promise in the Word of God is in the promise itself. See, Paul said, faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. Faith in God and His Word comes by hearing the Word of God. Well, now, that being true, then, the true Bible faith, or the faith in the heart to believe God for the manifestation of something that He has promised would have to come from the promise itself. In fact, that's the way Paul brought it into the context of the Scriptures in Romans, the 10th chapter. He says, The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Now, he's talking about the righteousness, which is a faith. He said, What saith it? Well, the first thing he starts to tell you about the righteousness, which is a faith, he starts telling you what it wouldn't say. He said, Say not in thy heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Are who shall descend into the deep, that is to raise Jesus up from the dead. Well, now you might say, well, who in the world would say something like that? People that say, Lord, come down and touch me. <laughs> That's what you're saying. You're saying, Lord, if you'd come down and touch me, I know I'd get healed. Or, Lord, if you'd come do something about my finances, I know I'd have abundance. Well, now, see, he said the righteousness, which is a faith, wouldn't say that. But what would it say? See, that's Romans, the 10th chapter. Verse 8, he says, What saith it? The righteousness which is of faith says, The word is nigh thee. Even in your mouth, notice it's first in your mouth, and then in your heart. That is the word of faith which I preach, Paul said. So Paul called God's word the word of faith. God's word is filled with faith. That's why Paul called it the word of faith. So then the promise, you see, he says that the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say who will bring Jesus back. Oh, if Jesus had just appeared in a spiritual manifestation and, and touched me, I know I'd get healed. Paul says the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that, but the righteousness which is of faith would say this, the word is nigh me. The righteousness which is of faith would say, well, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool, and he's not coming back to do it, but the word is nigh me. God sent his word and healed me. God sent his word and delivered me. See, Psalms 107, verse 20 says, God sent his word and healed them and delivered them. 
from their destruction. Now, it didn't say that God sent his word to heal them. He said God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Well, someone said, well, I didn't get healed. Well, don't tell God because he thought you did. (laughs) He still believes you did. He believes his word healed you. He believes his word delivered you. In other words, what I'm saying, what Paul was saying there, is that the word of God, in the word of God, is the ability to cause the manifestation of what the word promised. And the apostle Paul called it the word of faith. The reason you'd call it the word of faith is because it's filled with the faith of God. Now, I'm going to say this in many ways. You're going to get it. God's word of promise, anything that he promises you in the new covenant here, has in it sufficient energy. I call it the divine energy of God. You can call it faith because that's what it is. It's faith, but I call it the divine energy of God. There's sufficient divine energy of God in his word to cause the manifestation of that promise in your life and in the life of every individual that will read it and believe it and confess it. See, the seed is in itself. The ability to produce that promise in manifestation in your everyday life, in your everyday situation, is in the word itself. That's where the ability is. God's ability abides in his word. That ability is faith. That ability is released in the word of God. Now, Paul says, the word is nigh you. In other words, Jesus doesn't have to come back. You have the word now. See, John said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. You see, we've been accused. There have been people accused us of making the word God. Well, we didn't do that. God did that. The Bible says that in John, the first chapter. The word was with God. The word was God. The word of God is still God over every situation and every circumstance that you face today. Now, whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it, it still doesn't make it any less true because God's word said it. It is true. Whether you believe it doesn't make it a lie just because you don't believe it. Now, the promise that you find in the Word of God, if it's relevant for today, don't take something out of context, but go through the Scriptures and find out whatever it is that you have need of prayer or healing or finances. Find out what God said about it. Because to have the Bible faith, the God kind of faith, to believe and pray the prayer of faith, you must know what God's will is. I'm convinced of that. I'm convinced that unless you know what God's will is, you will not have the Bible faith, the heart faith. You might have faith in your head, all right. See, you could you could believe that it is the will of God concerning something, and it might not be the will of God if you don't know what God said about it. Well, you would have sufficient faith up here in your head to say, well, I believe it. Yes, I believe it. See, you, what you mean, you give mental assent to it, and you, you believe that you believe it. But if it's not heart faith, it's not the kind of faith that will produce. See, you could be just as wrong as you could be and believe something in your head. Have you ever been right in your heart and wrong in your head? There's a lot of people that way. They're right in their heart, but they're wrong in their head. They believe the wrong things. 
See, just because you believe something doesn't necessarily make it true. Yet, if you believe that it is the will of God and continue to pray and continue to pray, you may end up obtaining something that God didn't want you to have. Just simply because, and I gave this illustration in the other session, I think it bears repeating. In fact, we may repeat it several more times because it is an incident in the Bible that bears out a truth that I think most people have not ever actually seen. That is that Balaam went back to God the second time when God had already told him what his will was. Don't go with the men. Don't go. He went back and asked God again. God said, go on. And some of you prayed the second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time over things that God had already said no to. You knew in the Word of God, some of you knew in the Word of God what it said, but you didn't want to take that. You wanted to fast and pray and get God to say something other than His Word. And you continued on aggravating God about it until you got a release in your spirit to go. But it wasn't from God. It wasn't His will. Then you got out there and got in trouble, exactly like Balaam did. You see, when Balaam went to God the second time, he was saying to God, God, I didn't believe what you told me the other day. Now, I know that's kind of hard, but and I know I'm on your toes, but I'm just going to stand there because God will heal your toes. Some of you are going back to God, praying over the same thing over and over and over. See, if you pray in faith, now I'm talking about the petition of prayer now. Remember, we're, we're dealing primarily in this book with a petition of prayer. Not just all prayer together, because you've got the prayer of thanksgiving and praise. You've got the prayer of intercession, which there are different rules. You can pray over and over and over, interceding for an individual. You can pray the Word of God over an individual, over and over and over. Be perfectly scriptural about it. But when it comes to the prayer petition, you ask, and the Bible says you receive. But you see, many people ask and they don't receive it in their heart. You receive it first in your heart. And then you receive the manifestation of it. If you don't receive it in your heart, you're not going to receive the manifestation of it. And if you go back and pray that prayer again, that same prayer the next morning, well, let me say it this way, lest you misunderstand. If you go to God and say, Now, Lord, I've got this need. By the end of the month, I need $500 for this certain thing, you know, payment on the house, whatever it might be. Now, Lord, your word says that if whatsoever things I desire when I pray, believe I receive them, I shall have them. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll cause this $500 to come to me, give me a job or a business deal that'll make this $500 for me within the 30 days so that I can pay this note on the house. And you get up from there and say, and thank God I believe I received. I prayed the prayer of faith. Now, if you go back and pray the next morning and ask God for the same thing, You've just proved that you didn't believe what you prayed the day before. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed by the Word of God today. We have a CD offer. It's CD offer number 7303. It's entitled, Keys of the Kingdom. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. We're talking about keys that are knowledge keys. In other words, when Jesus said to Peter, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom, 
In those days, when people went to a school of higher learning, when they graduated, they gave them keys to hang on their belt. You could look at their belt and see how many keys they had. You could understand where they were educated and how far they'd gone. So it's knowledge, knowledge of the kingdom. Jesus said, I'll give you the keys or the knowledge of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In other words, you have authority to bind things here on earth that are already bound out of heaven. You understand, Jesus is saying that the kingdom of God has come to the earth. It's set up in the hearts of men. At that time, you remember Jesus in the 17th chapter of Luke said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, but behold, the kingdom of God is within you. In other words, the kingdom of God is in the hearts of men right now. Now, it'll be set up in the New Jerusalem in the time to come, but it's no less powerful than the kingdom that will be set up in the New Jerusalem because we have access to the promises of God through kingdom principles. And it's through faith. It is through the law of faith. Jesus said it this way, All things are possible to him that believeth. Well, now that's pretty important, isn't it? All things are possible with God, we believe that, but all things are possible to him that believeth. You need this series called The Keys of the Kingdom, offer number 7303, three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp, reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.